Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk about a, a resort that is near and dear to my heart as a Disney Vacation Club member. We're going to talk a little bit about that later on. Uh, but as we've talked in all of these resort shows, if it's a DVC resort, you don't have to be a DVC member to stay there. Tonight, we're going to talk about the Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa. And you know me, anything that's got and spa in the name I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's not a hard sell. But to be fair, it is a, an interesting part of this resort. It's it's something that is unique to this resort. There are only a few of these on property, and it is one of them here. So it has a lot of history in this property. So let's talk and let's start with that for any of the the Disney history nerds like you and I. Give us a little breakdown of where we were and how we now arrived at where we are. So as we know, Disney is a world leader and they are open to sharing their knowledge with others. And they run something called the Disney Institute. And you can learn leadership tips from them and things on service. And they've done culinary programs. And they used to have this Disney Institute. It was a resort where you could stay at the resort and it had classroom space and companies did corporate buyouts. What a way to get a company trip. Mm -hmm. And then they found that they just didn't have the same draw because it wasn't good for company conferences, but people still wanted that Disney experience. So in 2002, they officially closed the physical Disney Institute, but you can actually still take Disney Institute classes today. I took one two years ago, actually, and it was held at Coronado Springs. And I'll put a link in the show notes to the Disney Institute website. They do corporate buyouts, but they also do programs all around the country and even sometimes all around the globe where a company has 50% of the seats and so it's on the company property, but they open 50% to the public. So if you ever have a chance to attend a Disney Institute class, it's definitely the spot to go. Um, but I'm way off topic. So <laughs> in 2002, they closed their doors. And that's when the Disney Vacation Club decided they would knock down part of the resort and keep part. So we're going to get into that and the interesting part of it later, what they kept and how they kept it. And May 17th, 2004, this officially opened its door as yet another very, very successful Disney Vacation Club. And as you said, Jeff, you don't need to be a Vacation Club member to stay there. Anybody can stay by contacting their travel professional or Disney directly, but they're designed different than our regular rooms. It's that feeling of being home away from home, as they like to say. Well, for those of you that have listened to our resort series and you've heard our, our resorts that are Disney Vacation Clubs within that series, you know that tonight's episode is brought to you by DVCnews.com. And for more than a decade, DVC News has provided the latest news and information regarding the Disney Vacation Club timeshare program and its member resorts. Visit them at dvcnews.com where you can sign up for their email newsletter or look for them at facebook.com forward slash dvcnews or twitter.com forward slash dvcnews. Now, you mentioned that they have a different feel to these rooms. So before we get into the specifics of what the rooms are, talk to us about who you think that this particular resort is for. 
You bet. So like all of the Vacation Club resorts that we've talked about, it's for people that want some more space and again, want that feeling of home. Maybe you are good doing laundry while you're on vacation because then you don't come home to three suitcases full of it. So our larger rooms all have full washer dryers, full kitchens. So if you guys like lazy mornings or you've got food allergies, although Disney is excellent with them, if you're super worried about food allergies or trying to stick to a diet, and I'm sorry, who's sticking to a diet in Disney? No, but no. much easier to do in a room with a full kitchen. It's definitely for people that love the outdoors. We'll talk in a minute about the treehouse villas and the uniqueness of them versus any other resort on property. They're for people who love Disney Springs. If you love all the great culinary things there, and we've talked about how much food there is, the James Beard award-winning restaurants, and you want to be in Disney Springs for dinner most days, this is an easy hop over to dinner and right back. And then lastly, it's for those that love to golf. Part of the resort is literally on a golf course. The Disney Springs piece, you can't overstate for me. Every time we've stayed here, we've basically planned at least two meals a day at Disney Springs. Depending upon where you're staying on property, and we're going to get the transportation in a second, you can take a boat over, or you can even walk over to Disney Springs, depending upon where you are. It's a shorter walk. Uh, you can do breakfast over there if you want, if you're adventurous and, and you're interested in Earl's Sandwich at any time of day. You know that, as you know, if you listen to our dining through the Disney Springs so episodes. Sucking me in with a promise bro, a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. Like the location puts you right by the springs. So if that is your vacation, this is a good option for you. It um, is. And I will kind of tack on to my other thought of who it's good for. I also think it's great for people where maybe this is your third trip to Disney or your fourth trip to Disney where you're not doing rope drop every morning and you're not closing the park every night. Yeah. You are okay having breakfast in Disney Springs and getting to the park, big gasp, 9.30 or 10 a.m. <laughs> instead of rope drop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the horror, 9.30 or 10 a.m. <laughs> um, so let's jump in right there then because in order to get to the park, you do require transportation I know that having been there a lot, transportation is a, a very big part of this resort. So give us the breakdown of the transportation options. So the transportation kind of plays a little bit into the room. So I'm going to flip flop back and forth a little bit. Okay. It's a large resort. We've talked before about some of the resorts that are so large that they run an internal bus. And I don't say that to scare you away. Some people love all of those options, but you need to be aware that if you are somebody who's used a refillable mug or heard about the refillable mugs and you're thinking you're going to go there twice before you leave for the park and go there at night, you could be in a room that's too far to walk to something like that. The resort has 18 buildings plus the tree houses, which we'll talk about in a minute. So Lots of bus stops because they want it to be convenient for you. An internal bus and that external option. But it is a big resort and it is buses to all four theme parks. But as Jeff likes to call it, our unofficial fifth gate, that Disney Springs, is a boat ride. And we've talked about boat rides from other resorts when we did our show on 
Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter, they also have a boat. They're quite a bit of a ride. Um, this boat is pretty close. There's a good part of Saratoga Springs, probably about 30%, where you can see Disney Springs right from your building. It's just across the water. So yes, you can also have water views. Mm -hmm. But be prepared for the transportation. Some people love that. Some people aren't such fans. You have to know yourself to make that right choice. My particular comparison is Caribbean Beach. We've talked about that hotel in the first place. It's that style that there are many different uh, parts of the um, resort. So I'm a, a much bigger fan of the transportation at Caribbean Beach for a couple of reasons. Well, the Sky Gondola. We know that. So let's get that I out wasn't of the even going to go sure. to Sky Gondola. I was sure. just going to talk busing for a minute. Okay. So for those that have been to Caribbean Beach and are maybe considering Saratoga and haven't been there, physically, Saratoga is about three times the size of the property of Caribbean Beach. But the other reason that if you listen to our Caribbean Beach show and you haven't been, when I tried to give people a visual of it, I always describe Caribbean Beach as the letter Q. So it's kind of that big circle with a little stick coming off of it. And what I think makes Caribbean Beach different for transportation in Saratoga is the middle of that circle is a lake. And there's a bridge so you can walk across the lake. So you don't have to go all the way around the circle each right. time. So if you're used to Caribbean Beach, it's definitely more spread out. But again, some people like a little bit more quiet. They like that there aren't so many neighbors near them. They're there not just for the theme parks. They're there to relax and have that Disney feel. But when they're out of the park, they don't want that sensory overload. Yeah, and I think that's definitely what this resort brings to you. It brings you a little bit of a tranquility that maybe you wouldn't see in some of the other spots. Um, all right, so let's break down the rooms, right? Let's. I guess let's. Do you want to start with the the DVC rooms? Is that is that the does that make the most sense to go? To it go? does make the most sense. You know why, Jeff? Because that's all we've got. <laughs> that's all we've got. We've talked in past resorts how some of the resorts are part resort and part DVC. And there are a couple of DVC exclusive resorts. And again, when we say it's DVC exclusive, it's about the kind of room you'll find, not who can stay there. So the closest thing to a hotel room is a studio. That studio is going to sleep four. There's two major differences between a studio and a traditional resort room. The studio, you're going to have a queen bed and a queen pullout versus two standard queen beds. Okay. And you're also gonna have a little wet bar area. So you gain a microwave, a toaster, and an extra small sink. And for the studios, the one and two bedrooms, you have an option when you are booking to get a standard studio or a preferred studio. Same with the other room accommodations. And when we talked about size, I always say everybody's definition of preferred is different right. so preferred could be close to disney springs or close to the lobby in the food court so again you might be getting preferred but it's two very different things and you might get the one that isn't what you wanted so always be careful about paying for those upgrades if they're not going to necessarily give you what you want okay so that's the studio let's go on to the next accommodation where we one gain bedroom some stuff. is yeah. great 
when you need your space at the end of the day from the kids, you've got a living room with a pull-out queen couch, full kitchen, full washer dryer. Close the living room door so you don't have to hear them. <laughs> Head into the bedroom with a king bed. It is a Jack and Jill type bathroom. So it's one bathroom with a door off the living room and off the bedroom. Okay. And then we make our way to the two bedroom accommodation. So the two bedrooms we've talked before, if you've heard our show, that a studio and a one bedroom are like a puzzle. And you can rent it as a studio. You can get it as a one bedroom or when they open the connecting doors, it's a two bedroom villa. So it's going to sleep eight. You're going to have that queen bed and queen pull out in the first bedroom with a full bath, share the living room with a pull out queen couch for two, and then the master with the second bath. But this resort offers more three bedroom grand villas than any other resort. And we've talked about the great family times to be had in these three bedrooms, three baths, sleeps 12, puts everybody together. You've got all that space to gather, that living room and dining room table. Again, you're gonna have a full kitchen, a washer dryer. But remember, unfortunately, the reality behind the price of hotel rooms is there about square footage. And because the three bedroom has so much living space, if you think putting 12 people in a room is gonna save you money, then getting three studios, I guarantee you the three bedroom villa is gonna cost you more money. Right. But this resort has something that we have nowhere else. And this is that flashback to the Disney Institute that I was talking about. So set a little bit away from the main resort. There's a nice little walking path, but it's a very, very wooded area. And we have what Disney has called the treehouse villas. 60 treehouses. They are up on stilts. They are all raised. They have a patio with a grill on it. And what makes them unique price-wise is the treehouse sleeps the same number, actually one more person than a two-bedroom villa, and price is the same as a two-bedroom villa, but it has three bedrooms. Mm -hmm. So three bedrooms, sleeps nine, bunk beds so the kids are super happy. It's a lot of fun there. Full kitchen, washer dryer, living room, beautiful master bath, and a lot of privacy. You won't know that you have neighbors. You're not sharing a common wall with anybody from the majority of the treehouse villas, which have windows all around the hexagon shape. You can look out any window and you're going to see woods or your driveway. You're not going to see your neighbors. So this is really that combination of super retreat and Disney theme park. The little known fact for me in this resort is as you've gone through each one of these accommodations, this to date is the only property that we will discuss where I have stayed in every single one of these accommodations at this particular resort. And everything that you've mentioned about each one of them holds true. There's character that is in each different one of these accommodations that you won't find in the other. And the treehouse is so incredibly unique. We've stayed there as a family, an extended family. We've stayed there for a run Disney event. Um, it is definitely secluded. It is definitely a retreat from what you've got. That being said, we're going to get to recreation a little bit later on. 
I will mention right off the bat, if you are at a treehouse, your pool options within your area are not the typical Disney pool that you'll see. So we'll mention that a little bit later on. Um, but before we do that, let's let's dive in. It's, you know, several minutes into our show at this point. Let's talk about the food options because it is such a very large resort. Difficult to have food in every single possible place. So let's talk about what our options are. So they do have one sit-down option, Turf Club Bar and Grill. And as its name implies, you're going to find steak, pasta, fish, salads. They're known for their crab cakes. I, I will say, as Disney theming goes, it's on par with a golf course, with Saratoga, New York, with that horse race, that understated, very quiet. Mm -hmm. It's not your character meal. It's not over-the-top signature dining with chef's table. It's a good staple. I would say it's so quiet that it's a, it's a possibility you wouldn't even know it's there. It is definitely tucked away, and I will be honest, and I hope none of the cast from the Turf Club are listening. Um, Disney Springs is going to take you about one minute longer to get to, <laughs> and the dining <laughs> options are so incredible that if you're doing sit-down dining, I would encourage you to head over to Disney Springs. I agree with that. But there are other options besides sit-down dining, so let, let's explore those. There too. are. So they have a quick service right up front in with their main lobby. It's a smaller size quick service location. Again, we find some smaller quick services at DVC properties because since the majority of people have a full kitchen, not everybody's getting food. But it's great for breakfast. Grab a salad. They make good pizza, good burgers. That's where you're going to get your mug refilled. And right outside is one of the main pools. Right. So you might be doing a pool day, and that's perfect, though there are different the paddock grill and the backstretch pool bar at we're going to talk in a minute about the two pools are definitely poolside options for you as well you pointed out the transportation in the beginning there is that internal shuttle that can get you to the main area where the quick service will be depending upon where you are it it could be very far so you want to make sure that you know that's a part of your planning as well you're not going to just pop in there depending upon when your room is and grab a quick little bite. It may take you a little while, so you want to be aware of that. Where do you want to go next? You, you had so talked. Now I truly want to dive in and talk about the pools. Okay, let's do it. So unique to this resort, there's only one other I can really think of on property that has two major themed feature pools. Okay. And again, I think that shows you 18 buildings, 16 tree houses. They all have quiet pools, right. but they needed an extra major theme pool that had the big slide and lots of activity. So the original one, High Rock Springs, is a zero entry pool, a 128 foot long water slide built into the side of this beautiful rock landscape, two whirlpool tubs, and an absolutely adorable kids splash zone featuring Donald, you know, the foam bottom, the water that splashes up, so great for those little ones. Sure. The paddock pool was their add-on, and they didn't want to be outdone, so they said, the heck with your 128-foot slide, we're going for the big slide. Come over here, 146-foot slide. <laughs> and to stay in that Saratoga, New York horse racing theme, their whirlpool is a horseshoe. Not bad, not bad. Theming, theming galore. 
theming galore. And then, as I mentioned, three other quiet pools. And the quiet pool is pretty much a rectangle without a lot of bells and whistles. It's great when you're just looking to cool off something close to you and be done. You're not spending the day and you don't care about the slide. You get that quiet experience. And that pool was what I was talking about when we were mentioning the treehouse villas. That's that's what would be over in that area. Correct. A very basic rectangle pool. All right. I do know we want to talk about the spa, but let's let's do a quick run through of the different recreation options before we get to the the spa. So they've got two of your favorites, Jeff, jogging trails and golf. Yeah. Yeah. Very Can't go cool. wrong there. You, I've done them both. <laughs> they've got an arcade. They've got the Surrey bike rental. Again, it's a nice big resort. So it's a lot of fun to rent that Surrey bike and get all around. Mm -hmm. They've got the movies under the stars, a shuffleboard court. Um, lots of fun things to do. And of course, the spa. So we've talked about deluxe resorts and spas, and there are only two full spas on property. Interestingly enough, this has one and the other one is at the Grand Floridian, the tip top resort on property, that AAA four diamond. So you can see this has some of those luxuries to it. Full spa for hair, makeup, massages, great way to relax after a run Disney event, after a long time on property. Um, people from a lot of the other resorts come over to have that full spa experience. What haven't we covered? So I love all the areas are named differently. There's the paddocks, the springs, and there's an area that has an actual carousel. It doesn't, you know, you don't need quarters and they don't turn it on. But a lot of really cute photo spots here. So visiting the carousel, standing next to the bronze horse in the winter circle up by the lobby. Really, really picturesque. If you want to do a family photo shoot, so you have something for a holiday card or baby announcements, engagements, weddings, this is a great resort for photography because there's so many neat places. Mm -hmm. And one of the really neat places that I'll admit I've missed in a couple of times that I went, and I just saw it very recently, is if you are heading towards Disney Springs, you want to walk over to that boat. As far as I know, this is the only resort that boasts a hidden Mickey on the shingling of the resort. And it's and when you see the picture, and I encourage you to go to the show notes and, and take a look at the link to go see it or check us out on social media. It'll I'm assuming it'll be posted a couple times there this week. It's the same coloring. So you do have to look for it. It is definitely hidden. It is not not very visible for you. So it's it's a cool little feature. And also when you take a look at that picture, the building you're seeing in the background is the boathouse over at Disney Springs. So this resort is really somewhere that you're going to want resort time because there's so much to explore. Well, Sandy, thank you for taking the time tonight to explain this resort to us. Uh, it's vast. It is large. And I think you did it justice tonight. So have a great week. Well, thank you. We'll see you at the races, Jeff. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. <laughs>